Welcome to the Perfect Guard Podcast. My name is Cole, and I'm joined by... Me, Andy, Nerdbane. Hey guys, what's up? How's it going? Cole, how you doing? I'm good. 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 I'm never sure if you're going to introduce me or if I should introduce myself. Yeah, I, we're still figuring that, yeah. out, figuring that out. You guys let um, us know. What do you want more? This podcast is for you. True. <laughs> <laughs> Dictate everything that we do. In case you knew, this is a... Um, a sister podcast to the Drive Check podcast, um, and this is a more competitive-focused podcast, a little bit shorter in length, um, and that's just kind of the goal for this one. We're gonna kind of go through some competitive topics. What do we have? What do we we got some hot or not today? We've got um, a little bit of meta breakdown between Overlord and Zorga. And we got a non-existing tournament report, we'll, but we'll, we'll get to that we'll later. Talk to, we'll talk about that when we get to it. And then we got a pretty interesting uh, user-submitted question about guarding that I, I think we can have a pretty fun discussion yeah, about. Yeah, love the user submissions. Thank you, everybody. The The downloads were amazing for episode one. Um, mm-hmm. the, the feedback on Discord has been phenomenal. Uh, really appreciate it. Uh, keep it coming, you know? Yeah, keep it coming. Yeah, very much, uh, very much appreciate it. So it makes me feel welcome and makes me feel like we're doing a, a good thing here that people enjoy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Exactly. Okay. All right. Hot or not? Yeah, let's get started. So we had some pretty spicy uh, reveals this week. I do want to start off by saying this is a D-series-focused podcast. Uh, mm-hmm. Unless anything crazy happens with V-Premium or Premium, we probably won't talk about it. So all the new reveals coming out for the uh, clan sets uh, later this year, uh, we're not going to talk about those. Um, unless something is like absolutely insane and going to turn the meta on its head. That being said, Daikais are so much funny, so good. All the cards are so busted. Anyway, enough about that. <laughs> D-Series cards. Um, let me pull this up. And these are Lyrical Monasterio cards. Uh, mm-hmm. So let's let's get started. Let's jump in. Let's look at some some angels first. Does that sound good to yeah. you? All yeah, right. yeah. Uh, we got So we got some support for Al- Alstiel. Al- Alstiel? Um, uh, Alestiel, Alestiel? I, I don't know, the angel, the angel lady, uh, we got some support for her, uh, that's kind of making me, I don't know, she, she looks, it, it, we keep getting this, we've got rear guards with black wings and white wing skills, right? But they have one or the other. One or the other, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I guess let's just jump into the cards and see how we feel. Uh, so we've got mm-hmm. rainbow bright wings, Illumial? Uh, she's a grade one, uh, which is, uh, she has a white wing skill. She's 8k. So I like the, th- I already, like right away, it makes sense. The grade ones are going to have the, the odd grades are going to have white wings skills and the, the grade twos that they've shown are going to have black wings skills. Oh, I didn't um, even notice that. Yeah. At least I think that's, that seems true to me so far. Uh, grade two. Uh, black wings. Spoilers. Yeah. We'll get there. So yeah, it's, uh, I was just checking, but yeah, it's, mm-hmm. uh. So I like that they're doing that, so it makes the deck building easy, right? You don't have to worry about it. Uh, but, so she's an AK grade 1, white wings. If your opponent's vanguard is grade 3, you CB1, choose one of your rear guards, and for every three of your units with an odd grade on the board, so including your vanguard, uh, it's the, the rear guard you choose is going to get power plus 5k and a critical. Hmm. So if you've got a full board of odd grade units you're gonna get plus 10k and crit two right um uh, no yeah no 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 wait choose one of your rear guards for every three of your units with odd grades so you're gonna choose two different rear guards they're both gonna get plus 5k and a crit if you have uh, okay. if you have a full board okay and just rear guards right <laughs> just rear guards can't choose uh lcl seems cool medium I don't know. I don't want medium. Medium. Uh, all right. Medium. She, she's fine. Next. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is a card I like a lot. Uh, Staring at love. Tersual. Tersio. I don't know. I don't know how to pronounce any of these. Uh, she's a grade two black wings. When she's uh, put onto the guardian circle, so if you guard with her from your hand or you intercept with her, uh, mm-hmm. choose one of your opponent's back row rear guards and rest it. I I like I like this. But I don't like that it has to be black wings, because like I mean, it's so it's so confusing because it's unreliable when it happens because you have to guarantee that you're on black wings, and that would mean that you'd be on 
in our opinion, the less powerful effects for that turn just to set up this right. guard. That This could actually really shut down Magnolia um, because if they've got like a Geonosla or something in the back, they can still attack. Or they got like a really prominent booster, you can rest them before they can actually boost your attack, which is pretty nice. But the fact that it requires you to be on Black Wings is a little annoying and more RNG dependent than I think it should be. Yeah, I'm cold on this card. I don't think it's good. Uh, you want to read this one? Uh, Advent Stroke Shedale. Yeah. Sicketail. Sh- That's why you read this uh, one. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Act on the rearguard circle. Uh, Cannibal Spawn, put it into your soul. Draw a card. Choose up to one card from your bind zone, and it gets grade plus one until end of turn. So right there, hot. In my opinion. Uh, but then we have a Blackwing skill, because it's a grade it's 2. A grade, so, it's yeah, an AK right. grade 2, so careful before you mm-hmm. go throwing around the heater like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, continuous on the rearguard circle, if you have Blackwings. Uh, this unit cannot be chosen by your opponent's effects and cannot be attacked by your opponent's rearguards. Uh, I s- still don't think that's terrible, honestly. It's just a nice little bonus if you are Blackwings. But if not, then you can make yourself... Because... If, like, let's say, choose up to one card from your vine zone. Oh, so there's another card that we saw that only ups triggers. Oh, which I think we'll, we'll talk get about. There, we'll get there. Yeah. yeah. So the fact that this can up anything, I think, is actually pretty okay. Cannabis went put into soul. So you soul, go into soul, and you draw a card. I don't know. I don't think that's bad at all. I think it really helps Celestial, personally. But sure. What are you thinking? It's a. Uh... I don't. I just don't like. I like the effect. Uh, I don't like that it, you have to put it in your deck because it's a grade two. And I feel like <laughs> if I'm building this deck, I'm just gonna put a million grade ones and grade threes. That is. That's a very fair thing. So what like, if these are like it, the only grade twos that you run? But then, but why would I run the risk of accidentally binding this? <sighs> You're right. And then it's stuck in my bind zone, and then I have to get it out with my grade 3 vanguard skill, and then I have to play it and counterblast it, it to, to choose to... It just seems like a it seems like a headache to me. That's fair. I don't know. It's a cool I, effect. I think like, it's it. an 8k, so like to, to not be able to get attacked is great. Um, I don't know. I guess it's good against, it's good against Overlord, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> so what's interesting is, I don't know if any of Alestiel's ride lines actually counterblast or if they do these very little because the actual grade three doesn't counterblast at all so that might not be a problem but i guess you might be running the whale too yeah i think you might play the whale i don't know i don't know that that one i'd have to play around with that one a little bit more yeah we'll see uh time will tell with this card uh, right n- right now the art's great the art on all these cards is great that's um, true right now i'm i'm cold on it uh moving right along uh, Brainy Prayer uh, Bibuel. This card I like a lot. It's a grade three. Um, it's got a rearguard skill, soul blast one, and retire it. Draw a card. Choose up to one trigger unit from your bind zone, and it gets grade plus one until in a turn. Uh, and then she's mm. got a white wing skill, uh, so you can get continuous on rearguard guardian circle. This power gets, or this card gets power plus five k, shield plus five k. Oh, it's yeah. an it's an eighteen. It's an eight k grade three. Uh, so it'll become, if you're in White Wings and it's on the rearguard circle, it's just a normal 13k. Um, but it's got that shield plus 5,000 on it for the White Wings skill. Uh, th- this is like my favorite card I've seen for this deck, I think. Yep. Uh, it, it it does two different things. It helps you with shield, and then it also helps you with uh, changing your pesky triggers that you uh, watch your moves. And it's a grade 3. Yeah, yeah I, I think... There's zero downside to this at all. Yeah. Um, I like this card a lot. There's also there's a card that we weren't going to talk about because uh, I don't think it's particularly great, but it's a rear guard that's counterblast with Soul Blast 1, return an 8k card from your drop to your hand. Uh, that's a really big cost to do that, but it does rebuy this card. So mm-hmm. you can do it again um, or have the guard. I don't know. I think this card is pretty cool. I think if this Black Wings, White Wings deck is going to be a thing, this card is going to be a part of it. I would agree. So, that that's the updates for the Alsteel, Alsteel, whatever the heck she's called. That's the updates for her deck. Um, now that we've seen some rearguards with some support, 
Uh, thoughts on the deck as a whole, hot or not? Uh, can I still be medium? Yeah, you could. Yeah, I guess it's not hot or medium or not. It's hot or not. <laughs> um, um, like not scalding, but uh, a nice tepid warm. Uh, see, I'm the opposite. I'm like I heated up soup in the microwave, but I accidentally left it for twenty minutes. So it's like it's eatable. It's not cold. That's fair. But, but it's that's, not. I as, think that's it's better. Not as good as it could be. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. So in my opinion, cold is like unplayable, right? And then hot is like super good. But I guess cold can just be not as like competitive. Yeah, I feel like this deck. I feel like this deck is gonna fall where like Magnolia falls, where it's like I'm gonna lose to it. You know, yep. and it's gonna be cool yeah. when I do lose to it. But if they flip over that grade zero starter, I'm gonna be like, okay, well. I guess we'll just see what happens, you know? It's not an auto-win, mm-hmm. but I'm not super worried. Um, right, yeah, no. I think that's a very fair yeah. uh, point. Okay, so that's it. That's an angel. Uh, that's her. Now, these cards. Uh, we, we got all the a new ride line for the War Beasts, um, which I think is funny because mm-hmm. they're all, like, cat girls. Um, right, yeah. <laughs> so I'll, I'll let you take it with these because I don't want to try to pronounce the name. So uh, go go ahead with the grade one, goal. All right, so we're, it's searching for excitement. Uh, Loronerol, Loronerol. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Weird. Okay. <laughs> sure it is. Yeah. Anyway, Great she's, one she's got like a smoothie or something in the art. That's nice. Yeah, yeah that's good. Yeah, it's good. Good. Uh, when auto when it's wrote upon, search deck or hand for up to one grade one song card. Reveal it. Put it into your order zone. If you search your deck, shuffle your deck. If you put it from your hand, draw a card. That's so huge. If you put it from your hand, draw a card. Yep. Ah, mm-hmm. I love it. Okay, next. Because we need to talk about all three of these before we can really... Yep. Uh, so uh, I'll take this one. Blooming Singer with the same name. Um, <laughs> during your turn, uh, Vanguard skill, if your order has... If your order zone has a song, she gets power plus 5k, and it's... Spoiler alert, it's, it's going to... Um, so it should be a 15k Vanguard on your turn. Uh, and then oh. when she's wrote upon, uh, search your deck or hand for up to one grade two song card. Reveal it, put it in your order zone. Uh, if you search your deck, shuffle. If you put it from your hand, draw a card. I love the if you put it from Jesus. your hand, draw a card. I love it. Okay, so it's it's essentially the same thing as the grade one. Yep. Except it searches for a grade two. Yep. Okay. Yep. And it's bigger. It's 15k. And it's bigger. It's thicker. Thick. All right. Take it. Here she is. Wait, hold on, hold yeah. on, hold on. What? So the grade one is when it's wrote upon. So you actually search for. Oh, this one's this also. This one is wrote also okay, when okay, wrote okay. upon. Yeah. Gotcha. So you're gonna gotcha. you're gonna okay. play searching for excitement. What she's gonna chill, and then when you ride her with blooming singer, you're gonna search for your hand, uh, whatever, put it there, draw a card, and then she's gonna be a 15k base. And then when you ride upon this one with the grade three, you're gonna search again for a grade two and put it into the into mm. the order zone. Um, now, it's worth noting that that's not playing an order. That's not playing an order for the turn. It's searching your deck yeah. or hand and putting it there, so it doesn't count as your one order per turn. Um, yeah, and then uh, the heartfelt song, Loronerol. I'm just going to call it Lauren. I'm just going to call this card Lauren. Lauren, okay. <laughs> um, it's grade three, normal stats. Act on the Vanguard Circle once per turn. You can counterblast one. Choose a face-up song from your order zone and sing it. So you activate the ability of the song and you turn it face down immediately after resolving that ability. Okay. So that's pretty cool. That's not actually playing the song. So like playing that order, you're just activating it. Yeah. And we'll, we'll get into the songs in a second and mm-hmm. why they, why this, these cards are worded the way they are. All right. And then, uh, second ability is auto on the Vanguard circle when it attacks. If your order zone has two or more face down cards, choose a face up song. From your order zone, sing it, and until the end of that battle, your opponent cannot call sentinels from their hand to the guardian circle. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. It's like, without even knowing what the songs do, this card just seems good. Yeah, I was seems like, really good. I don't know what songs are, but we're singing them, and you can't, you can't PG <laughs> me, because I'm singing too much, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Through mm-hmm. the power of, of song and dance, I, you cannot perfect guard my vanguard. Um... It's cool because you're gonna get to do like two songs a turn, uh, eventually, provided you have mm-hmm. the 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 face up songs to do that. What's interesting to me so far from what we've seen, which we've seen most of her deck, it was revealed 
on this was a surprise reveal and they revealed like most of the deck that they were playing with so we we know a fair amount of support for this but uh lauren is the only one who actually sings and uses the orders right that, so that that we've seen so far mm-hmm. so that's um interesting to me i don't think you really need others to do it but i just thought it was interesting now, there are some rear guards that are uh, synergistic with this, but yeah, mm-hmm. they're not actually singing. So let's jump into it. Um, so some of these orders have uh, have effects when they are played, and then some of them just mm-hmm. have effects when they are sung, and then I think some have one of them both. has both, or two of them have both. Yep. Uh, so we're not going to get into each one. Uh, there's one that draws a card when it's sung and gives 5k, whatever. That's fine. There's one that I like a lot. Uh, when it's put into the order zone, it's a grade two order. So when it's put in the order zone, if your opponent's Vanguard is grade three, you draw a card. And then when you sing it, uh, you give your Vanguard a crit. Oh, yes. Yeah, so, okay. so going second, you're going to, you're going to demonic tutor this one up, right? From the grade two. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if it's yep. from your hand, you're going to draw two cards because you're going to draw from yep. placing from hand and then you're going to draw because your opponent's a grade three um, and you're going to immediately make your Vanguard a threat yep. by singing it. And I think that that is sweet. And that's Red Runway. I thought it was like Autumn Runway, but it's uh, I guess it's different. Okay. Uh, so then we've got another grade two. So another option. Um, waves at Twilight. Uh, when it's put into the order zone, you choose a Vanguard, give it plus 5k. And then when it's uh, sung, all of your front row units get power plus five k. So it's like a mini, like a mini front trigger. Yeah, that's also pretty good. Uh, going from uh, two grade two to grade three. Yeah. Um, if you had to put that in there, it's not terrible. Yeah, if you exactly. And then uh, the the big hitter here is a grade three, uh, six flower fractals. Uh, when it's put into the order zone. And you can just play these. Like, these don't have a cost to play. You just play them from your hand. Uh, When it's put into the order zone, you choose a face-down card from your order zone, and you may turn it face-up. So this card is your meat and your potatoes, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And Mm -hmm. then when you sing it, uh, you choose the same number of rear guards as face-down cards in your order zone, and you stand them. Uh, And then your vanguard gets power plus 10k until end of turn for each unit that gets stood. So you're not going to sing this one by counterblasting during your main phase. You're going to have two face-down orders, um, or one face-down order, whatever the cost is, and you're going to sing it when you attack uh, with, yeah. with your Vanguard, right? And then you're going to restand stuff, and she's going to be a monster. She's probably going to have a crit from Runway, um, and then you're going to have you're going to multi-attack. So the later this game goes, and this is why I like this deck so much, the, la- uh-huh. the later this game goes, the more busted this card becomes. Because there's, mm-hmm. no, like, there's no amount... Of there's no limit to the amount of orders you can have in your order zone. It's just it's one per turn. You're gonna get two from riding up, and then you're just gonna get additional ones per turn every turn that you just play one from your hand. Uh, so you're gonna build your deck in a way that you're gonna get a lot of these, and that these six flower fractals are gonna start flipping each other every turn. Uh, so you're gonna play one, flip it, uh, flip one that you've played already, so that next turn when you sing it, you can turn one face down, uh, get the effect, and then you'll have another one face up for the turn after that mm. that you can turn face down, right? Mm-hmm. So these cards looks like so much fun to me. Um, I, I really I like. Agree. I really like this ride line. Uh, these orders are are dope. I don't know if this is all of them. It probably is. Probably I'd, I'd have is, to yeah. guess. Um, I, I guess before we do a verdict, let's. There's two more cards of support I wanted to talk about. Uh, there's a grade two nine k called Dance Score Ermel, uh, which she's put on the Guardian Circle. Soul Blast one. She gets Shield plus five k for each of the cards in your order zone. Ooh, yes. that's, that's good. Yeah, uh, so it's, they don't have to be face up, they don't have to be face down, they just have to be there. So this, I mean, this is going to be a 15k shield all the time, no matter what, and then it's just going up from there. Mm-hmm. So, yep. Yeah, the card's awesome. Uh, and then we have Honestly Positive Lush, uh, Lushi, Lucia. Uh, it's a grade 3, 11k base, uh, but then during your turn, rear guard effect, she gets power plus 2k for each card in your order zone. So she's base 15 on your grade 3 turn, because there's going to be at least two cards in your order zone if you didn't play any more. And then she's just gravy from there. So this is the thing you're going to try to restand two of uh, with your six flower fractal card, right? Yeah, so uh, hot, super hot. I 
I burned myself looking at these cards. Uh, this deck looks awesome. This deck looks like so much fun. Yeah, it um, looks really good. Strong, fun. Yeah, any, I mean, I know I kind of dominated it here as far as talking about, like, just talking about all these cards, but I'm so excited about them. Um, any any other thoughts? I mean, this is, right now, this, like, what other lyrical deck? Like, this is this is what I want to <laughs> build. Like, this looks, like, so much fun to me. Yep. Um, I'm I'm with you right now. I think this is like outclasses uh, Celestial completely. Yeah. Um, and but the only thing that I'm a little concerned about is, um, how are you gonna like make sure that you're not? Because with um the grade three, you're flipping two orders down every turn, and you you're very limited on what you can. Uh, flip up for so right now we only have that the the snow fractals or whatever yeah. to flip up so i feel like um if they get one more card with uh being able to flip a, a face down order face up i think i think that we got a contender right there yeah but so you don't it's worth noting you don't have to flip two down you don't have to sing two a turn uh because one is a once per turn skill at the cost of counterblast one during your main phase and the other one is when it attacks you can sing. Right. You're right. Um, so then you literally just... Your first grade one turn, you're counterblasting one, and you're only going to have one face down order, so the second skill isn't going to pop until your your second grade three turn. Gotcha. Okay, okay. Yeah. So then that's when you're going to play your fractals. Theoretically. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So you're going to get this thing. You're going to get this kind of engine uh, going on your... It's like Bruce. You know, you're like... Your first grade three turn, you kind of take a turn off, but you're still getting value where Bruce doesn't really get value on his first grade mm-hmm. three turn. Um, so this is still like drawing cards. But then your grade four turn, we're singing. You know, that's it. It's uh, yeah. No, this it is looks uh, great. I, I, I get it now because you never act. You never have to use the the first the once per turn right. after your first grade three turn. It just lets you use um, uh, uh, a song in order. Right. On your first grade three turn, and then you could just just stick with the one it attacks, use the snow fractal thing. Oh, ho, ho, okay. yeah, but you have the option because you're say your hand gets overloaded with these orders. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, at least like let me play. You know, you can play them, and you don't have to flip them right away, so you can let them sit there and kind of set up for for your later. Oh turns. yeah, no, I think I think every turn you're absolutely playing an order from your hand, even if you're gonna actually use it or not, right? Because you can't guard with them, and you can't. Like they're just stuck in your yeah, hand. Yeah, and they're just making your rear guards better. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, and then you got more options too. So if you if you had to, and yeah, like the guard, it makes that the grade two have more guard. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, super hot on the whole thing. Yeah, uh, for sure. Now, what's worth noting is I I don't know how many like triple rares are in the set. Yeah, just worth noting we like we haven't seen. Oh, wait, no, they oh. they have they have a uh, a triple rare. Uh, it's over serious president Equenia. Uh, auto rearguard check once per turn when it attacks. If your vanguard sung a song this turn, it gets power plus five thousand until end of turn. Then you can counterblast one, discard a card from hand, draw two cards. Oh, the card that I don't think should be a triple rare, but is a triple. Okay, rare. I guess I missed that because I read it and thought, eh. Mhm. Yep. Oh, so that's okay. That's so it. that's the support. So we have probably all the support we're getting for this deck. Probably, yeah. I guess you're going to play that triple rare as, like, a two of, maybe, depending on how your deck shakes mm-hmm. out. But, yeah, this mm-hmm. deck looks sweet. Uh, yeah, definitely definitely catch me at Locals playing some, some cat girls at some point. Because uh, this deck looks you awesome. You have to fight Hannah for I it. I have though. to fight Hannah for it, but I'm, I'm like, low-key glad that she, like, picked this one in the dark. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because then I, I get to, like, I get to mess around with it a little bit. It looks super fun. So that's that's Hot or Not. That was, like, a really long Hot or Not. All right, what's next? Uh, so the meta, the meta breakdown. Um, let me, let me get over have here. A, ha- have you been paying attention to meta lately? Because like, since I don't have my cards, I just haven't. Yeah, cared so about. so we, <laughs> uh, yeah, so we haven't, yeah. uh, we haven't gotten our cards yet. Um, our set our two set cards. Two cards. So we haven't played, and that's that's going to be part of it. That's going to be part of the. Uh, why there's no tournament report, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I have been paying attention because that's my job. So the, the meta breakdown, uh, we're going to talk about two. We talked about, like, we kind of talked about three decks last week. We're going to talk about two decks this week. 
Um, and I made promises last week that we're going to make good on. So we're going to talk about Zorga, uh, which is sitting below 5%. And then we're going to talk about Overlord, which is sitting just above 7%. So worth noting, Overlord is the biggest slice of the meta that isn't one of the big three mm-hmm. that we talked about last week, the big three being Bastion, Bruce, and Seraph. Um, he is right there, but there is, you know, uh, Seraph's at 12%. And overlords at seven, so that's when we start to kind of dwindle down to the to the I'm on a diet slices of pie of the pie chart, right? Um, mm-hmm. So let's let's start with Zorga because that's like your boy. That's my um, boy. Anyone listening probably knows that Cole has a grand blue tattoo, and uh, correct. And he he loves ghosts and and spookies and pirates and all kinds of dead stuff. So it's only natural that he would uh, want to alchemagic some things, and 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 here we are. So it's so interesting to me, like looking at everyone's list because they're all kind of different. They have the they have the core, your four your um three main deck Zorgas, your three to four GDRs. People are running uh, Agony, the the other grade three. Some people aren't. Uh, your four Hendrinas, uh, your four uh, Rogue Head Hunters, I think it's called. Yep. Uh, for condensation, um, the list we're currently running or looking at doesn't run regurgitation or the uh nectar of the whatchamuses, but instead is running ghost chase. And this is weird because I don't see a lot of ghost chase anymore in set two stuff. Um, yeah, this list that I pulled up is uh, I specifically want to talk about it because of the lack of the nectar shark combo. Mm-hmm. Right, I've seen I've seen some people just opt to run more of the Husk Dragon instead. I think because they're afraid of the, the Soul Blast cost and the Shark, but I think you just need to learn to play against that. Yeah, personally. but anything that I... Anytime I've won a game with this in testing... And I, I love Zorga also, so let's get that right. I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not yeah, poo-pooing yeah. the deck. I love this deck. It's so much fun. Um, but it, it's... When I win, it's it's because of Nectar Shark combo, mm-hmm. right? Like, you make Fleet mm-hmm. Swallower a uh, 10 billion power with a critical... And then he's got to be guarded, yep. and everything else is so big. So, and let me pull up this other list here. This is much more traditional. Uh, well, tra- uh, this is this is this is way better. Yeah. Um, but here's the thing: both both these lists uh, are five O lists. So, like this guy's playing Shieldfisher Dragons. Uh, he's got like one of the maiden sleeve pulling lady. Yeah, uh, the the sleeve tugging bell. I yeah, I'm I'm called. real medium on that card. I like Fairy of Blighted Love way better, uh, for the on hit pressure. <laughs> but so what? Like, so what's wrong? What's wrong with Zorga? Um, I think Zorga is just it's too slow, right? Um, and then it's so RNG dependent because you don't have a way to guarantee that you've got that you can alchemagic every turn, um, which that is a big problem for me at least um but also i think it probably just doesn't do enough early game compared to other decks because i'm I'm in a a different discord with uh, some other content creators and they were talking about how they're still running um uh the bug admantis in their deck and uh elenia because they want to guarantee early game rush in order to combat against like Bastion and Bruce, which I kind of understand, but then I'm also like, where do you find the room? What are you? How are you fitting those cards in here? So I'm guessing it's probably like two Alenia instead of the Sharks. Um, no Shieldfisher, probably just more uh, Admantis. Like I don't know where they're fitting finding the room for for early game rush. I just don't think the Zorga does that. At least not very well. I don't know. It's it's interesting. Yeah, here's my problem with running the bug. Okay, so like the bug is great. Um, Adamantis mm-hmm. is great, but like Fleet Eater, Fleet Swallower, whatever this card's name is, is strong against Bastion also. Mm-hmm. Like to to force you, like to turn off, not turn off, but to make them throw extra stuff in the way so they could PG this thing because they can't natural guard the shark. No, uh, right. hardly ever, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't, I don't know. I I don't, I don't get it. This deck, this deck does really cool things. The problem is that every deck does really cool things, and this deck needs to jump through more hoops to do them. 
Um, yeah. And it's a little more RNG based because you just have to like hit hot mills with your Hendrias, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Oh, I'm looking at the orders in this list. It's they got three GDR, two uh, regurgitation, two nectar, one of oh god, I don't know. It's got Zorga's sucking the soul out of a dude. Overcoming a oh, natural uh, death. Yeah, that's what yeah. bind this card. Choose two orders from your drop and oh. Yeah, this card that's... I slept. I didn't test with this card at all at first, but it's a one of in just about every list I've seen. I'm gonna put one okay. in and try it. For I sure. can see that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because it gives you two back. I like it. Oh, it puts them into your hand. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, from your drop and puts them in. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Um, yeah. So that's nice. The nectar, and then one condensation. Only one condensation is interesting to me. I feel like I would rather have two to three condensation compared to no. Like I don't think I want squirming or agony at all. Yeah, um, I I like the system a lot, but I, I think I'm. I'm cutting a regurgitation and I'm cutting an agony and I'm just adding in two uh, condensation. Yeah, I think that's pretty good. Because the, the, the sleeve tugging bell is the one that takes all of the, uh, it's a 7k grade one that takes all the bound orders and puts it into the drop zone. Yeah. It gets a bunch of power, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's her. Yeah. So I can see that. So they're just trying to recycle their orders that way. So that's why they can get away with uh, some smaller counts, it looks like. Yeah, I guess this version is just trying to GDR every turn mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. and pair it with the shark and the the shield fisher. Yep. Oh, the shield fisher is so cool. Yeah, shield fisher, a card that uh, we kind of only thought would see play in premium, um, as as a vanguard, because uh, you could stride on top of it and get the extra power and and not have the text box that it can't attack. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad to see it here. Uh, I think he's cool. Yeah. Yeah. And I think he's a, it's a really good target, especially for um, Bastion, right? Yeah. Because it it, pair, it pairs really well with um, Regurgitation. So that's nice. It's Yeah, uh, Regurgitating, like killing an Alden and calling a pair of these two is is probably going to win you the game. So do you think, do you think that um, Shieldfisher is better than Hydraulic Ram Dragon? Because it's, I... theoretically, it's the same amount of power, right? I do think it's better than Hydraulic Ram Dragon in this this player's list because this player is moving a lot of cards from their bind zone, uh, so they they might not always have something in their bind zone. Oh, true. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah, this thing also is harder to attack. That's also very true. So yeah, so just on okay. the off chance that you don't have something in your bind zone because you played a bell, you don't want to Alchemagic mm-hmm, on this mm-hmm. turn, you just call this guy with Zorga and he still slaps. Yep. Oh yeah, because you Zorga calls him and he gets rid of that text box. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, I like this version a lot. I might honestly, I might kind of make a couple changes and try this. Mm-hmm. I I don't love the trigger lineup. I um, don't like the. Trigger I don't know why either. you're playing draws in your Zorga deck. I, why are you playing two of the shield fronts and one regular knot? Like, I'm gonna I'm gonna assume that that was a card availability issue. Probably. Okay. Um, that's the assumption I'm on, but I'm just like. Switching one of these draws to a crit, playing a full playset of the front trigger, and uh, yep, same. calling it a day. So yeah, so, so like we we get it. Like we so we talked about how it's kind of it has to jump through more hoops to to get to where mm-hmm. it needs to be. Right? Is that yep. is that the only reason it's doing so poorly? Uh, do we think that the the deck just hasn't been figured out? Are there two versions of this deck out there somewhere? Like, is there a, a rush version and a and a grindy version? Um, or is it just not good enough against Prison? Uh, I, I think that might be a, a real thing. Uh, yeah, true. Prison taxing the deck's resources is huge. Huge. Yes. And then now that they can do it easily and essentially for free with uh, motor or Yeah, uh, uh, so being able... You don't always get to, to use him, but you get to pick something out of their drop zone and take it. Uh, yeah. it's a it's a pretty big deal, I, I think, for Zorga. I would agree. Uh, so if you're playing against Prison, you want to give them their your Rogue Headhunter when they ride up, because that can when it's placed, it doesn't matter if it's from hand or not. It gets the the next alchem time you alchemagic, it's the cost is reduced by one counterblast. So that would be really good. You just call it out for a soul blast and bada bing bada boom. 
Yeah, um, also worth noting, if you call from under prison, it turns on your shield fisher dragons also. Oh, it does? Because uh, it's not call from drop, it's, oh. it's uh, other than, call from other from than hand. the hand. Yeah. Um, that's that's really cool, actually. So that, yeah, that's, no, that's good. That's something. Uh, is it good enough? Probably not. Um, is Zorga good enough? Probably not. Um, or no. we'd see it make more waves by now. Um, mm-hmm. I'm kind of hoping that Lyrical comes in, shakes up the meta, slaps around Bastion and Bruce a little bit, and then Zorga can adjust to prey on those Lyrical decks and kind of be the anti-meta. Yeah, I don't know how Zorga fares against uh, against Bruce, but against like set two Bastion, even with just my set one stuff, it was a little rough. It was a little rough for me. Sure. Um, when I played it the one time, Prison also was rough, but it was more doable that I thought, but, you know, could have been just a not as great uh, player playing it for, like, the first time, still learning how the deck works. Yeah, that's another thing, too. This is Vanguard, so, like, people who play these decks, like, there's two types of players, right? There's the people that play a deck because they think it's good, and people that play a deck because they love it, and the people Mm -hmm. that play a deck because they love it uh, are going to be better. Um, They might not be better overall Vanguard players, but they're going to pilot their deck better. Yep. So... That's something to th- something to think about. Uh, I don't know. Talking about this makes me sad. Let's move on. Um, <laughs> I want to talk about uh, a deck that I was really looking forward to playing that I haven't gotten to play yet. Um, Dr- Draconic Overlord, uh, Wallet Overlord, uh, Wallet Overlord. Yeah. Well, it's no, everything's no longer, cheap now. No longer. Um, I-, I never got to play this deck. I never got to play Overlord because it was always so expensive. Um, any mm-hmm. like when I played V or like way way back in the day. Um, because it was so expensive, and I, I was like, I don't want to buy all these cards. But now the whole deck is like eighty bucks or something. So here we go. Seven uh, percent of the meta. Um, not kind of low. It is number four. Um, I do think the deck is good. Um, it, but it's pretty. It it kind of builds itself. You get uh-huh, like you yep. get like eight, uh, maybe twelve flex slots. Um. Because you're gonna, you need your ride line, um, all four, all, all three, three of the, each in the in the main deck probably. So you're mm-hmm. gonna play. Uh, well, I'm I'm saying that and I'm looking at this deck, this list. Yeah, there's, there's no, no great there's one. no bar. Yeah. Um, this guy is playing bar. I hate, they have a bar. Yeah. So there's uh, there's three bar, uh, three Nahalem, and three Overlord in the deck, and then four uh, Berserk Dragon. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're not playing the uh, the grade two when when it's discarded goes into your soul on this list. The grade one, yeah. So I that's actually oh, kind of one. the reason I wanted to talk about this deck is because of so there's a lot of lists playing uh, Toga Chirashi. Uh, Toga Chirashi is a grade one seven k. When this card is discarded from your hand during your turn, you may put this card into your soul. So if you discard it uh, in this deck, if you discard it for riding, or if you discard it for Dragonic Overlord. Mm-hmm. Um, because he costs you to discard a card, correct? Uh, yep. So he's gonna go into your soul, and that's gonna let you keep using things like, uh, like Nahalem. Uh, Nahalem. I think Berserk again. also does uh, use a soul too. Berserk uses a counter blast, I believe. Oh, uh, uh, the V one uses a. a it's a yeah, V is counter blast a soul blast. Yeah. Uh, this card keeps getting better every time they print it. Um, <laughs> yeah, the, the glow up on Berserk Dragon is real. Um, so, but it is, it's specific to Overlord, though, so you can't splash that. Right, which is fine. We should have mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah. So, Overlord's obviously a, a good attrition deck. Um, you have Gojo to to kind of refill your resources. Yep. You, If you want to be more aggressive, you could play Tribash. If you want to be more mid- I think Tribash, for sure, has a place in this. I like Tribash a lot. If you want to be more mid-range, you can play uh, Oshikuni. I think Oshikuni's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, cause, just because he's gonna, just he's always going to be fifteen k attacker. Um, you're kind of cutting into your grade twos at that point because, like, I kind of want like a berserk dragon and an ahalam a lot of time. But as like uh-huh. a one of or a two of, I think Oshikuni's pretty cool. What I wanted to talk about. Are they about, playing? Sorry, go ahead. Is that list playing uh, burn bright prayers or? Uh, this list is playing four. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Most, I, I can see. That. Most lists are playing three or four. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. What I want to talk about was the interaction between uh, Toga Chirashi uh, and Bar. Okay. Bar, uh, when he's ridden upon by Nahalem, you can kind of bless one, search your deck for a grade one. 
Um, most people gotcha. are like, oh, let me grab a perfect guard. Uh, but you, you want a lot of damage with this deck. Uh, you're mm-hmm. not dead until you, you hit six, kind of right? So you're going to need your kind of yep. blast. Um, and then once you hit five damage, four damage, you can immediately get defensive, uh, use Gojo to start unflipping that damage so you never really run out of resources. Uh, so I don't think Bar should be grabbing a perfect guard a lot of the time. I think he should be grabbing a Toga Chirashi to help yeah. fuel that soul. Uh, so yeah. I've seen Toga Chirashi in every Dragon Empire deck. This card is obviously great. I don't think it's like answers the prayers of any Dragon Empire player. People are calling it like the best card in so many decks. Like he's fine. He's good value. He will see play forever. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, thoughts on this guy in Overlord versus other decks that you soul? Like like all the Dragon Empire decks you soul. Uh, right, yeah. so Verena, of course, uh, with Urger and OG Verena and uh, Eugene with Eugene, um, and, <laughs> and the new guy that rests, Soul Blast one rest, kill something. I don't remember what he's called, but the big dragon looking dude. So, is this card okay. how much better is this card for Overlord because of Bar, or is it just coincidental value? I think I think it's honestly coincidental coincidental value. Uh, but like it is really nice that you can get Togachirashi early, but I don't know. I don't think it's. Um, I don't think that Bar makes Togachirashi better necessarily, personally, because like Overlord still discards a card in order to uh, restand or whatever. Whatever to use one of its skills. I don't remember off the top of my head. Yeah, it's so it's, like yeah. It's it, later on. It can still it still has value, right? Um. I think it's a really nice tech option that you can can search out with Bar, but well, that's the I thing. I think, think I think Togachirashi. That's the that's the thing with Togachirashi. He always has value in Overlord, um, because mm-hmm. you always need to discard him, as opposed to Verena and Eugene, which I don't think are discarding cards, right? Uh, Nirvana does. Virena does. Uh, right. Yeah. Nirvana. Nirvana does. That's yeah. Nirvana yeah. definitely does. So I forgot that that was even a thing. <laughs> so I, yeah, I think I definitely think it, it's way better in both, um, in in Virena and and Overlord. I don't think Eugene needs it as much, besides just you know soul stuff. Sure. But I yeah I th- I don't know. I think Bar's great. So especially with it. Yeah, Bar is awesome. I love Bar. The Bar is kind of like the reason that I decided to build this deck. It's just a really fun grade one mm-hmm. uh on ride skill i think it's like probably the best grade one on ride skill that we have so far um as, as far as being just like versatile and not like helps my deck do its thing and makes it good yeah. as opposed to like Correct. i'll grab yeah, whatever i want like, like if i want to aggro you out i'll just go grab another bar like <laughs> um well it also says a grade one card too so if they're if they ever print like a grade one order sure that works really well then absolutely, and does it say does it have to be wrote upon by Nahalem? Yes. Okay, so then you'd have to run both of those. Yeah, so you can't like slot this into another deck because you'd be losing value because Nahalem needs to be written upon by Overlord to call it. Um, I've seen some people talk about playing this ride line in Eugene. Um, I've seen, I don't know if you want. That, I don't think though, that's. Cause... I don't think that's very good. Um, no, because but... you want the, Eugene's ride line helps you get to five by grade your grade three turn. And this would not. Right. Uh, I, I don't love it. I don't think it's good. I've seen people just, just on different pages talking about it. Uh, you're, yeah. You don't want to delay your Persona ride. You're denying yourself some soul just for some utility. Um, Eugene, yeah, Eugene no. already has enough trouble as it is uh, right now That's... in the meta, right? So, I don't know. Eugene players know better than I do, but I don't think that's very good. So, the, the big question with Overlord is it is it good or is it just seeing a lot of play because it is overlord and therefore it's kind of skewing the meta because there's so many overlord players i think i think that because there's so many overlord players it's skewing the meta personally but do i think it's a bad deck like on eugene's level no i don't think so um because overlord can just straight up murk a rear guard and then restand which Restanding Vanguard's pretty nice. Yeah, uh, and then bad. you got yeah. Tribash can give it a, a crit. I think does it only give it a crit for the battle? Uh, Tribash or... gives it a crit uh, until the end of that battle. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, still, it's not terrible, right? No, because you're, you're, your you're gonna swing with your you're gonna you're gonna 
Merc or Rearguard, right? You're going to, like, body somebody with Overlord. You're going to put your mm-hmm. drive check power probably onto your Tribash. Your Tribash is going to be a threat. True. Uh, so they're going to have to guard your Tribash, and then he's going to go into the soul, and you're going to restand, and you're going to attack again mm-hmm. with your Overlord, yep. right? Like, right off the bat, that's four attacks, which is better. So I think that's also another thing that Zorga doesn't do well, is because it's only a three-attack deck. Three-attack decks are just automatically at a disadvantage compared to multi like four or five attack decks like bruce and bastion and now overlord and seraph snow only has three but they've got such a weird like chokehold on um your opponent's resources i think that's an outlier yeah Um, seraph snow is not a it's not a multi-attack deck but it's it's mm -hmm. it's it's putting attacks on your resources and it's temp it's tempo swinging you out of the game as opposed to just actually swinging you out of the game like this deck yeah so while yeah, while I do think that there's the Overlord fanboys hyping it up a little bit, I think it, I do think that this can be a threat. Um, personally, yeah, I like the deck. I'm looking forward to building it for sure. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, so Overlord probably not a flash in the pan. Uh, I'm sure it's going to go away a little bit once we see Lyrical, but it'll still be it'll probably still be something. Yeah, uh, unless it's playing against Bounce, the 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 trial deck ride line is going to gonna make overlord yeah. have oh, a bad time true yeah. anything anything that can get rid of their their front row rear guards is gonna make overlord struggle it's gonna be a little rough yeah so bear magnus could do that too actually i'm thinking about it yeah the, the problem is this that uh overlord gets to fall into the rock paper scissors of like bear magnus just getting absolutely clowned on by decks like bastion yeah yeah that's that is the thing Oh, it's such a such a meta line. Oh, this is so interesting because Vanguard hasn't really been like this in like since V, because it was like um uh, just decks were just outright better than others. But like some decks are better than others, but some are weaker than others, and it's just like, you know what I mean? It's a weird. It's not rock paper scissors anymore. It's it's really all over the place depending on your matchups now. Yeah, for well, that's what makes a good card game. Yeah. In my opinion. Okay. That was the meta breakdown or the anti-meta breakdown, whatever you want to call it. Uh, I don't want to make any solid commitments on what we're going to talk about next week, uh, <laughs> but we'll figure something out. It'll be good. If there's a deck you want us to talk about in the meta, uh, hit us up on discord for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause there's like, I don't know. We could probably talk about Orphist maybe. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, Cause that, I really thought that deck would be doing better. That deck's like in play testing. It's been fantastic, but then, here it sits at 4%. Anyway, yeah. that was the meta. Let's stop talking about it. Let's talk about uh, the tournament report that didn't happen. Um, yeah. <laughs> we, we don't have any Vanguard cards, um, so we're, we're, we're currently trying to figure that out and what's going to happen. So there will eventually be a tournament report, I promise. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it'll be soon or, or later, but it's coming. We're going to do it. I swear. Yeah, it's on the list. It's not. It's it's there. It's just not there right now. Yeah. Um. So don't. So I'm sorry. Uh. Yeah. I feel bad. I was really looking forward to doing that, and mm-hmm. here we are. So let's just skip that, which is fine because we took way too long with Hot or Not today. Uh. Yeah. And let's do a user submitted, or user a listener submitted question. Um. How's that sound? That sounds good to me. Let's do one from somebody in the Discord channel. And this is a question from Javon. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Yep. Um, he says, he, they, I'm sorry. Uh, he asks, they ask, oh my gosh, uh, how would you go, how would you go guarding early or late game when playing against certain decks? Uh, how would you go about guarding early or late game when playing against certain decks? Uh, for example, playing against Bruce, uh, how would you guard versus playing against Hexaorb? What do you think? This is a good question. This is a really good question. Um, so I think if they've got like very powerful uh, grade three turns coming up, I think I generally want to guard early so that I can anticipate taking a bunch of damage later. Um, but this is something that I've kind of struggled on. I just kind of guard by what I feel and I don't think about it too much. But like with bastion um i don't tend to guard early i tend to take at least one or two damage 
and then because uh, that way if they're gonna do gonna do their multi attack Alden swings, I just make sure that I don't guard the Aldens. Um, I guard the Fasados as much as possible. Like it also depends on what their specific rear guards are, right? So, <clears throat> what was I talking about? <laughs> yeah, I think this isn't a question that could just simply be answered with uh, against deck A, you guard on the grade 1 turn. Against deck B, you don't guard till the grade 3 turn. Uh, it's mm -hmm. matchup dependent, right? Yeah. So, if I'm playing Orphist, uh, I'm not guarding anything, because I want, like, three counterblasts on my grade 3 turn. Yep. Um, but if I'm playing, I don't know, Magnolia, I'm more likely to guard on my grade 1 turn. Um, I think certain decks, like you said, like uh, against Bastion or or Hexorb, uh, guard Fasado as much as you can. Uh, that that card is going to bury you in value, and there's nothing you can do about it. And uh, he looks good while doing it, right? Uh, but against yeah, exactly. like and against Bruce, uh, you want to try not to let Leonard hit. Leonard's gonna mm -hmm. hit something sometime, but as much as you can minimize that that fallout from that happening. Uh, as much as you can minimize that, the better, right? You're gonna you're gonna do better. Um, Verena, uh, or Verena Valiente is another card that people I think struggle to know when Whoa. to guard it. So that's a thing. I don't think a lot of Verena lists that are are uh, are really playing that one anymore. Yeah, it's it's a two of. Yeah, I could see a two of. Um, but yeah, so it, it, you're focusing more on like your urger and whatnot. I guess that's a three of in that deck. Uh, uh, I actually like that lineup. That's fine. Yeah, I think... So I... Oh, anyway, oh ooh, interesting. I, I think Valiente... We're not talking about this deck. I just pulled it up Sorry. as a reference. <laughs> um, uh, I, I think Valiente is a card that people struggle against knowing when to guard, right? Because he's going to restand. Mm -hmm. I like... I kind of like to let the first Valiente hit. I agree. Um, because I like for them to discard a card. Uh, well, I think I think the better thing for them to do is to chew up their counterblast. Uh, yeah, sure. Well, yes, some, some decks are playing Gojo now, and Urger kind of mitigates the the counterblast, right? Oh, that's true. I forgot Urger oh. countercharges. Yeah, but before Urger, let the Valiant they hit. <laughs> yeah, let, let the Valiant they hit. Let them discard a card, and then kind of based on what card they discarded. Uh, mm -hmm. I mean, this granted this changes if you're gonna die. <laughs> True. Yeah. Yeah. But if, obviously. But if they're just attacking a rear guard and you've got more copies in your hand, or you're playing Orphist or, or just any deck that makes, you know, pops out rear guards like it's its job, let them hit a rear guard. Who cares? Mm -hmm. You know, you're probably gonna intercept with it anyway if if you're uh, if you know what's good. So it's uh, let them hit it, see what they discard, and then based on that discard, decide whether or not you're gonna let them bully you around and attack your vanguard with that guy. Yep. Uh, now, again, that's not every single time, but just as a, kind of like as a as a rule, you can kind of get a read on what your opponent has based on what they pitch. Because uh, mm -hmm. if, if they're not having a, a, a multi-arc game, they're not going to have a lot of cards in their hand. Yeah. So you can kind of so, get a read on them that way. What, what about for Seraph Snow? How do you, how would you guard for Snow? The problem with Seraph Snow is that it's got so its rear guards are always 15k. You're not boosting a lot. Um, so it's, it's like, quote-unquote easy to guard. The problem with them is that they have triple drive. Uh, mm -hmm. So it's kind of that, well, PG the Vanguard, I'll deal with the triggers on the rear guards is kind of the way I look at it. Yeah. And that's the way yeah. I don't like to be... I don't like when people PG my Vanguard right away. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've been playing a lot of that deck in paper cutouts because i don't because <laughs> i don't have real cards uh yeah yeah so i pg the vanguard or two two pass three pass the vanguard they're gonna have triple drive every single turn there's not much you can do about it and then mm -hmm. deal with the triggers as they come as far as the rear guards are concerned because uh, the rear guards don't get yeah. super big right uh they're mm -hmm. they're 15ks and i mean i've seen some decks playing the 13k grade one but uh, a lot of times they're really they're not boosting too much and if they are, it's with like a shivel stud, so it's it's only eight k. It's not, it's it's not a lot of it's not a very big number coming across. So okay. you you could deal with it easily, especially with the the new front triggers, the twenty k shield fronts. Dude, the the new front triggers solve a lot of problems. Yeah, they're good with guarding. Uh, with Zorga, you kind of just want to. It's a three attack deck, so you just gotta figure out which attacks are the threats. 
and then you just kind of prioritize the guard. Like, so you want to guard the, uh, either let, well, actually, you could probably just, unless they put a crit on the, the fleet eater, whatever, you can probably let that one go, because it's going to require too many cards from your hand to guard that. But more often than that, they're going to put the, the crit there, so. That one's kind of weird, but like again, Zorg is only a three attack deck, so one of them, one of the attacks, is just not going to be as good. The others, you can plan to to guard the Vanguard, take the rear guard that's just not a threat, and then guard the uh, the other one. So I don't know. Like, yeah, uh, as far as like guarding against specific decks, I th I think that's kind of that's kind of it, right? Uh, Magnolia, yeah. I'm not guarding against usually because one defensive will kind of give them a bad day. Um, so mm -hmm. I'll, I'll take some damage against them. Uh, that being said, I will guard against Magnolia early. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you can take that on the slot. Uh, Hex Orb is another one that I like to guard early against. Oh, because late game Hex Orb is disgusting. Yeah, and it's, it's a thing too. When you're playing against these, these Hex Orb decks, or whatever decks we get in the future that are messing around with the top card of their deck, pay attention. Mm -hmm. I, I see so many players playing against these Hex Orb decks, or before when it was OTT even, uh, in V. You're just like, your opponent's doing their thing, they're taking a million game actions during their turn, and you're like on your phone, because <laughs> like, mm -hmm. their turn is taking like five minutes. Pay attention yep. to what they're doing. <laughs> Um, they have so much deck manipulation, like, they're getting ready to kill you, and then, like, don't act surprised <laughs> where they're like, crit over trigger crit, and you're like, oh, okay, I guess I'm dead. Yeah, like, look at what your opponent's doing, pay attention to what they're topping, bottoming, and calling with Hexa Orb. Uh, if you mm -hmm. die to that deck, it's your fault. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, keep, a, p keep a PG in the pocket against Hexa Orb, for sure. Um, mm -hmm. Those things are, like, gold against that deck, because they will just they will take you from two to four and there's nothing you can really do about it without a perfect card a lot of the time. Yep. So that's sleepers. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, I guess Bruce, um, guard Eden, uh, you know, and it's, now we're just getting into like basic how to play Vanguard. Uh, uh yeah. if it has mm -hmm. two crit guard it, I don't know. I'm not, you people are better than that. Um, that, that's, that's any advice I have, uh, for you, Javon. I hope that was helpful. Uh, if it wasn't, I'm sorry, but it, uh, hopefully that was something. There's always next week. Yeah, uh, so that that's going to wrap us up. Uh, again, we ran kind of long, because <laughs> um, we, we had so many new cards to talk about. You can't blame us. We're going to have a lot to talk about next week, too, I bet. Uh, man, because we get the vampire. Yeah, but and we're both so excited for that card. Rose I hope she's not trash. <laughs> I'm um, excited for the vampire and then the, the human one with the, the precious gems, the gems, whatever that's going to do. Yeah. Intrigues me. Anyway. That's cool. All right. Uh, yeah. So thank you um, for listening. Uh, hit us up on Discord. Uh, you could find mm -hmm. me at Nerdbane. I'm sure there'll be a link to the Discord in the show notes, right? Yep. yep. Um, Cole, where can they find you? Uh, I'm at Twitter at Cole underscore McCune, C-O-L-E underscore M-C-C-U-N-E. And I'm also in the, the Discord, the Drive Check Discord. Um, yeah, we're there. Uh, uh, user from submitted things. If you want to send us a, an email, you can do that at Drive Check Podcast. Uh, just put Perfect Guard in the subject, and uh, I can like separate that. Um, follow the Drive Check Podcast on Twitter as well. At I think it's at Drive Check. Drive Check. Uh, you can just search Drive Check Podcast. Anyway. Um, so that way you'll be notified when we uh go live on on Twitch at twitch.tv slash drive underscore check or drive underscore check yeah um and that'll let you know when we play normally Thursday nights is kind of like our our remote fight nights that might change to Friday as well depending on so you can come out and hang and uh, watch us play and uh really uh, just like look down on us for playing cards improperly while we're testing things um I think that's about it, I think. Yeah, uh, <laughs> listener submissions on Discord or via the mm -hmm. email. Um, don't be afraid yep. to send like more than one question. Don't be afraid to send more than one to send more than one deck list. If we don't pick your question or we don't pick your deck list, it's nothing against your question or your deck list. It's just that I already ramble and put us over by like by, by like twenty minutes. So we just don't have time for everything. Um, 
you know, if it's something that we like, we'll get to it for sure. Uh, and mm-hmm. if we don't get to it, don't take it personally. There's uh, a good amount of content coming through, so we just don't have time for all of it, unfortunately. Uh, if it's something you really want answered, uh, just DM one of us on Discord. Mm-hmm. And, you know, mm-hmm. and we're I like to think we're pretty approachable. So I, I would think so. Yeah, uh, if it's if you have a, just a burning question that you need answered about competitive Vanguard or or uh, anything, really, just hit us up. So. Mm-hmm. And uh, and listen to Drive Check, the non-competitive, very casual uh, Vanguard podcast. <laughs> Got to throw that one out yeah. there because Perfect Guard is doing better than the last episode of Drive Check. So, ooh, uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What can I say? The people love me. Thanks, everybody. It's, it's the voice. <laughs>